0: World building, magic. This is Demystified, solving DM Mysteries in 20 minutes or less, because the only hard part is scheduling the next session. Hi, I'm Jamie. I'm Joey. And I'm Asaf. Today, we're going to talk about incorporating magic into your custom world. So we just cut off a world building episode because we just really wanted to talk about magic. Yeah. So D&D is all about magic. If you take away the magic from Dungeons and Dragons, it's just,
1: I don't know. Fighters and rogues.
0: Yeah. It's just stabbing in dungeons. Yeah, No dragons. Magic's important. It is. It's fun. It's fun. It's escapism. Magic systems are dynamic. They have their own rules. It's a way of every time that you shift class, you have a different experience. You have a different combat experience. You have different RP options. You have different character backgrounds. So the magic in your world is huge. It is essentially Faerun's version of technology. Even the artificer all about technology is still fueled with magic
1: yeah it's all about feeling powerful mm-hmm. which DD is all about feeling powerful yes we're heroic
0: yeah and magic is an absolutely fantastic way to have power without being dependent on the system if you are a political officer if you're in the military if you are wealthy all of your power is imaginary because as long as you can convince people you're important they will believe you're important but if you are a level 15 mage and you can cast fireball you, you are important power. yeah
1: yeah you're internally important yeah you are
0: self-sufficient of... yeah
2: so although hang hang on Loki had magic and
0: Nick Fury didn't yeah but Loki had like fake magic but lo- Loki got real magic Nick Fury had a whole bunch of people who believed he was important yeah a whole bunch of
2: people yeah political power I might trump magic it depends loki doesn't throw fireballs True. <laughs> he throws knives come on <laughs> yeah
0: he threw some
2: magic in the new tv show
0: yeah when you are looking at the impact of magic in your custom world there's a whole bunch of variation loki's magic where yes he has magic yes it's impressive yes he's powerful but he's not even the top 10 most powerful people in any room he walks into nowadays. Yeah.
2: Thor. He's a god. He's one of the most powerful creatures in... in... The Hulk just wiped the...
0: Yeah, the him. Hulk...
2: <laughs> him. <kill> him.
1: <laughs> still him. Welcome to MCU. <laughs> okay. But yeah, diverse. no, but the dealing with magic, though, going back to the w- world building idea is how much are you going to fiddle with magic? Do you need to? Do you want to? Maybe it's part of your story.
0: Maybe you just want to take a look at by restructuring who has magic and of what levels and what roles it has played in history. You can tell different stories. I think a great way
2: to make magic a little bit more interesting in your setting is just to change the, or, or describe the way it looks. Well, that really is, is, is a great way. Or little things that can change the effects of magic. They talk about it in a lot of the campaign uh, mm-hmm. books. Like in, I always I love to bring up Curse of Strahd, but it explains how Barovia can change the effects of magic. Your mage hand could look like a skeletal hand. You're, when you summon a familiar, it's an undead version of it. When you are or say you're in the Underdark and you summon creatures instead of summoning things that you would find on the surface, it would make sense to have creatures that are... Demonic. Well, from the Underdark, yes, yeah. subterranean.
1: Another thing when dealing with magic is not just what it looks like, but how society reacts to it. I can't help but think of a couple novels where, in the Robert Jordan series, they have two different societies within his world that view the magic users very differently. In one of them, they're slaves. In another one, they're political leaders but they're not allowed to hold power. And then in another one, they are the power leaders. So however you want to have that also be part of your world can influence how the players deal with it.
0: And so it can bleed into how your political factions work. It can also show up in consequences rather than having an in-system, like an in-rule-set consequence for casting magic in public. You could just say that it's illegal because if... People are walking around with pipe bombs strapped to their belt. How is that any different from a wizard walking around with a fireball spell prepared? Yeah, I
2: ran a campaign recently. We got we know Spelljammer's coming out. I was running a Spelljammer game before they announced this new one. I'm sure a, a lot of the things are going to change with mm-hmm. this new version. But in, previously, in old version of Spelljammer, all of when you're in space and you're on a ship or you're on an asteroid, everything has a, an air pocket. And just casting fire magic can foul the Mm -hmm. air. So using any kind of fire magic in space is illegal.
0: Right. Yeah. And it could extend further because if, if all magic is outlawed and people want to get rid of it with nuance, then anything that your players cast that could look like a spell could have consequences.
1: Yeah. You recover from something a little faster than normal and people will be like you cast some healing magic and be like no i didn't bro and they're like yeah you're dead because you're not dead <laughs> Yeah. no i didn't cast anything i'm a vampire
0: <laughs> yeah go back to an example so in star wars the magic system is all about the force and in the original incarnation of that old star wars mmo it wasn't star wars the old republic but it was the one that took place after the galaxies. original three, star wars galaxies if you were a force user and you started using the force around other players and around other NPCs, you would get a bounty on your head from the Empire. And then bounty hunters would come and chase after you. And this is
1: something that you can absolutely steal and bring into your world. The good thing about these ideas is that they don't actually require you fiddle with the rules itself of magic. Because once you start fiddling with the rules and you have to worry about balance and worrying about how it affects the mechanics... But these are things that you can do to think about it that could affect the feel and how the players deal with it. And again, this goes back to the other episode, reinforcing the goal of your changing of the setting. And what are you trying to do to tell your story in this setting that is different than an established setting?
0: And it could even be small,
1: like in a very high magic setting where
0: everyone has magic. What does the world look like? What does the cooking profession look like if everyone has prestidigitation? As long as they're getting enough calories, everyone's eating their favorite meal all the time. So everyone's fat.
1: Or if create bonfires is a super easy thing to to get a hold of. Kitchens are everywhere and there's no logging There's no cutting down woods, forests, except for building stuff. But you don't need it for fuel. Yeah. And that's...
0: You know, what... Yeah. Essentially, when you can create energy by thinking about it, what does the energy economy look like? Our world runs on oil. What if we didn't have to rely
2: on oil? Hiring a mage to cast bonfire, or rather a druid. First, you got to get that druid into town,
1: right? No, but if you're in a high magic setting, maybe maybe it's very easy to get a ring of bonfire, Mm. of great bonfire. Oh. Yeah. Any maybe anyone could learn cantrips. Yeah. Give commoners one cantrip.
0: Yeah. If everyone has cantrips, then you have people coming through and sweeping the streets with all high
1: elves have cantrips. Yeah, there you go. You know, that so that changes the society that you're dealing with. If all high elves have magic, what does a high elf society look like? Where everyone has a cantrip.
0: And in an altruistic society where everyone is responsible for keeping the street clean,
1: how does your assassin sneak around pretending to be the janitor? Or if everyone has cantrips, then that means that there are a whole bunch of people walking around with mage hand, stealing things from far away.
2: you can see the
0: hands.
1: Not always.
2: The cantrip by itself, you can see the hand. They'd have to have some
1: kind of special feature.
0: But still, you don't always know whose hand it is. And there's locks on everything
1: to keep people from fiddling with everything. Yeah. You know, then you're not going to have windows on your buildings if line of sight is all you need It'd be zero windows. (laughs) How how does this affect the
0: architecture? What does the legal system look like when you have plausible deniability as long as someone
1: else is in line of sight? Yeah. Oh, it wasn't me that did Mage Hand on that thing that pushed the button that caused the explosion. I didn't start that fire. Well, you can see people casting magic. That's explained in the rules. Well, there's also ways around it. Like, they can... They can do a stealth roll. prepare. They can do it out of line of sight and hold it as...
0: Anyway, so rules lawyering aside, we're looking at ways that magic can influence your world so that's how the average person's life is different to return back to who holds political power is it the faction that is actively prosecuting against magic and making it illegal is it the faction that wants to make it illegal and is undergoing that or is it someone who holds power because they have the most powerful spells how do your players rank up in a world where might makes right
1: yeah going back to the if your magic users are slaves, what is that gonna do for your players if they're a magic user? Who gotta they... hide that. Yeah, they gotta hide it or they have to belong to Or as a tweak for the industries. So D
0: says that spell components that don't have a monetary cost aren't consumed. What if you did a tweak that those components are consumed?
2: And you're gonna have a lot of players that don't wanna play spellcasters. Yeah, but you got to be
0: a
1: spellcaster because yeah. everything's
0: a spell. Uh, so then you have a world that supports bringing the spell components to the players somehow. Because if it is in high demand, but it is consumable, then it's not gold, it's mistletoe that feeds the world.
2: I think an important thing, since we're talking about magic, is you want to make sure that you're not making changes to the magic system that is going to change the way that the players are going to approach playing your game, I think, or. The way that the, you don't want to make changes to the system that's going to affect how they build their characters.
1: I well, feel like I you might, but it's got to be something that's talked about up front. Like you can't spring it on your players. And this goes back to this is all prep for session zero. If you're going to make a change like this, you have to be up front about it and say this is why I'm doing not just what I'm doing but why I'm doing it this is the feel that I want this campaign to have like people play dark sun on purpose and that's a setting where magic basically destroys the world
2: for an example real quick cuz when you dm you like to allow players to cast a bonus action spell and an action spell in the same round yeah i have no problem with that so now when i'm building a character I like to build powerful characters. I'm going to build
1: a character where I'm going to be able to take advantage of that to be powerful. Yeah. Again, it's something that is laid up in the beginning. I'm not going to change that rule on you partway through. That's rude. Mm -hmm. Have a player make a character, have a player coming in, and then session four, you're like, you know what? This is stupid. (laughs) I'm going to change it. And you're like, bro. Yeah. (laughs) So... It's one of those things where if you're making a change, you have to understand why. And the reason I say I don't just do that arbitrary, it's the way I look at it is as a character, you are spending resources anyways. If you're spending your spell slots, do it. Right. You're going to run out of it. It's a limited resource. If you spend them in half the rounds. Yeah. Go for it. Something that makes your players more powerful, like
0: that little spell tweak. You can also bring it with, you can't have a long rest once but every seven days. If you want to burn an action spell every time, that's another option. Otherwise, you're a level eight character just slinging cantrips. Wait, that's a warlock.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But any change that you're having to a mechanic of the world... You should explain to the characters ahead of time and have a good reason for.
0: Yes. It's not just a change for change's sake.
1: Yeah. And any change to the narrative of the world should feed into the feel of the world. And the, the players should know about that as well. Like they should know that magic is outlawed before they come in and say, I'm going to be a wizard. Yeah. Because
0: it might push them towards an arcane trickster who is much more able to cover
1: their tracks from using magic. Yeah. Or a sorcerer. Yeah. yeah, Or a so. subtle spell. Yeah, and it's all about, one, don't try and surprise your players. And two, have a good reason for it. Don't just be like, because I hate wizards. It's <laughs> not a good reason. No. But If you're trying to tell a story that involves this thing, then it can be useful and it should definitely be explained up front. And it can be allowed to affect player choices. And
0: just as a reminder, even if you think that we're leaving out the barbarians and the rogues, almost or just about every class has a magic option.
1: Yeah. It affects also the prevalence of magic items. Now that's, as Joey said, like when a lot of these games talk about high magic and low magic, they're usually talking about magic items, but it's also the magic in the world and yeah. its prevalence, but magic items being present is something that every character can take advantage of.
0: Because to talk about the impacts on the story. So the movies that are coming out now are inherently different than the movies that came out before the mid-90s, because one of the key differences in society is that everyone has a smartphone or a cell phone nowadays. And so back in the 80s, if you put your characters out in the middle of nowhere and the whole plot relied on them trying to reach a payphone, that was a plausible plot structure. Nowadays, if you want to tell that story, you either have to justify telling a story back in the 80s, because that's still a thing or you have to justify disabling the cell phones and so if you have magic items everywhere then there are certain conflicts that you can't have because if there are conflicts that can be resolved by literally waving a magic wand you can't tell those stories anymore
1: yeah if you're dealing with a game that involves a lot of demons and angels and you have play- people with the detect defe- good and evil mm-hmm. like that covers that a lot there
2: is a spell that deals with that it's called non-detection
1: but still but like that's the thing like it's how prevalent if magic is everywhere yeah then it's very easy for people to get these magic wands and that's what i mean if you're in a world where magic is very rare uh, in terms of magic items it's plausible for players to not be able to find those things
0: and if you do have a rules lawyer on speed dial you can always just ask joey hey what spells will break my world
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that's a thing to be mindful of. Wish. Trying to. everything. Yeah. Deck of many things destroys games. It's a good way to end a game. It's a good way to end a campaign. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, think about if you're going to, again, going back to the story you're trying to tell. If something prevents you from telling that story, it's okay to say it's not present. If you're playing a game where survival is the thing then it is okay to say rangers and druids don't have access to Goodberry. Yeah, That's the story you're trying to tell. Yeah, I mean, it's You don't have to say they don't have access to it.
2: You could just say it doesn't work. Yeah. Or when you summon it, it just summons dust or something like that. Every campaign that Wizards puts out has its own little rules in the way things magic works. And if there is a situation or in a pre-written adventure where a simple magic spell could resolve it, They'll have a little note and says, oh, by the way, this won't work here. And this is why this person will uh, teleport in or the spell just doesn't reach the destination or
1: whatever. And if it's something that's going to be present a lot, for example, you really want to tell a survival game like where they're out foraging. Tell the player up front, don't pick Goodberry because it's not going to work. Goodberry, create food. Yeah, because the player is going to feel upset if they pick the spell and then you say after they picked it, it's not going to work.
2: Yeah. And then you could explain it anyway. It's a magical mist or storm or aura that prevents this thing from happening. Or you could just say it just doesn't exist.
1: Right. Yeah. Or if it's a one-time thing of other than this one scenario, your good berries are going to work. Then yeah, it, go for it. Include it in there and come up with a plausible reason for it to work or Bef- not work. Before they
2: updated Spelljammer. When you are in the Phlogiston, which is the space outside of space between worlds, you cannot communicate with your deities. Clerics cannot regain spells. If you cast fire, it immediately explodes in your space at four times the power.
0: Jeez. Right. So yes, be mindful of magic. It is fun to tweak. It is fun to mess with. And you can use it to alter the flavor of the stories you want to tell and how your setting feels but just be mindful of it and be flexible and read your players in
2: and make sure that the changes you make are fun yeah
0: that was another mystery demystified yay (laughs) let's go hooray yeah this was demystified if you liked it we'd appreciate it if you could leave a review or share this with your friends our website is demystified.com just the letter d mystified.com do you have a question for us reach out via our twitter handle at pickled wizards or ask on facebook at pickled wizards same page we might talk about your problem here